0: Welcome back to Stuck in the Middle, brought to you by the fine dudes at NSEN. And My next guest is an NBA prospect who spent his march knocking down a buzzer beater to dethrone Vermont in the America East title game and then sunk nine of his 11 shots to hang 28 on Virginia to cap off one of the greatest upsets in the history of collegiate sports. So without further ado, let's bring on former UMBC point guard Jarius Lyles. Jarius, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Uh, first, you faced a difficult decision last year before your final season at UMBC. It's a decision that many mid-major guys use to play in the Power Five or to bounce to other schools. What made you want to stay at UMBC for your last year of eligibility?
1: Um, I knew the team we had coming back was uh, a very good team. We were going to have a chance to compete for a championship. Um, also, man, I made, a, I made a I created a legacy here at UMBC, and I didn't want to – I didn't want to destroy that by, by trying to chase uh, the NCAA tournament and going to a high-major school. Um, and, you know, our schedule was really good this year. We played a lot of high-major games, a lot of competition in our schedule. So um, we were going to be playing some of those same teams anyways. And, you know, um, I love the coaching staff here. You know, I'm close from, from Baltimore. I live in Silver Spring, so I'm not too far from Baltimore where, we was, uh, where our school was at. Um, but, I mean, you know, just the foundation that, you know, our new coaching staff – when they came in started to create, man, you know, the ones we building, you know, it, it, it didn't make any sense for me to leave. And, you know, I have a great relationship with everybody at the uh, school, including the president. Um, we, we We became real close since last year. So it just, it didn't make any sense for me to leave
0: right and of course it turned out to be an amazing decision and now i'm going to ask you i'm sure what you've been asked about to ad nauseum ever since you did it uh the historic upset yeah. against virginia uh you and your teammates dropped 75 points on a team that only gave up an average of 53 points a game in the acc
1: yeah
0: and it's it's amazing and what did, what did coach odom say to you all before the game and how were you all able to shock the world like you did
1: i mean i just think that week, when we found out we were playing Virginia, that week when we started practice, that week heading into the game, um, the scouting report was just—it was incredible. Um, our focus and our attention to detail in practice and like in film was was extraordinary. So I just think we we came into that game with an extreme amount of focus, uh, confidence, and we just believed in one another. Um, I mean, our coach—we we treated it like it was a normal game. We didn't want to, you know, make it seem like. Uh, Virginia was a bunch of superheroes. You know, it's just basketball at the end of the day, so we treated it like it was a normal game. But we were just so confident going into that game, and you know, having them having losing their uh, six man of the year in A B C was a big blow to them. Uh, but we we know we can put the ball in the hoop, and we just had to focus on that defensive end. And as long as we we took care of that, we knew we were gonna have a chance on the offense end
0: yeah and you guys definitely did give yourself a chance on the offensive end you especially hitting 9 of 11 dropping 28 points and that was just a continuation of what you've done in the postseason the run you made to the america east hitting that buzzer beater yeah. against vermont with a run like that how did that change your life around campus and around like the city of baltimore as a whole uh well i
1: mean <laughs> i think it's not even just me i think like i was Getting to the championship for the first time in I think eight years or nine years it was, um, and then us beating uh, Vermont on their on their home court, uh, not not just for me but it, it just gave it, it just put a bigger focus on the uh, basketball team, the men's basketball team as a whole in the community and everywhere, not just uh, Baltimore but everywhere, and then I know students. Uh, actually, you know, they started to come up to us and congratulate us. Um, I mean, we had a good season last year and a good season this year coming coming into that postseason. But it just the excitement around the game of basketball on that campus it grew when we beat Vermont, especially when we beat Virginia. Yeah,
0: no, I, I can't even imagine uh, pulling off something like that and coming back to campus. Uh, was there any any knuckleheads or anyone that complained to you about busting their bracket? I'm sure you had to have had at least one.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much like everywhere I went. <laughs> People were talking about, yeah, we picked Virginia when you busted our bracket, Uh, but they just, you know, at the end of the day, they congratulated me and um, the team for an amazing, uh, an amazing run and making history. So it wasn't, it wasn't too much bad blood.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good. Uh, And of course, once college basketball is over, you have a chance to play professionally. And recently, you worked out with the Washington Wizards. How exciting of an opportunity is it for you to participate in a workout with the NBA team that's right close to where you're from?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just a his dream come true to even be in a position where we can work out for an NBA team. Um, Being that that's the highest level of basketball, just it's a dream come true. And then to have have a workout for your uh, your hometown team is incredible and it's extremely humbling. So you know, you just got to go in there and try to put your best foot forward and hope and hope for the best. And uh,
0: what have you been hearing from uh, NBA scouts, NBA executives about? what might be coming either in the draft or summer league prospects
1: um well my agent really focuses on like what the uh, NBA teams are, are saying like after the workouts and stuff but I mean the most important thing is they continue to work and like throughout those workouts keep you keep the intensity up and make sure you're working hundred percent at every drill and and everything you do. But uh, you know, the most the, the, the most important thing they're saying, like after the workouts to everybody is make sure you're taking care of your body because it's a long it's a long and grueling process. So you don't wanna, you know, fall off the edge towards the end of these workouts and towards the end of the draft because you're not taking care of your body and stuff like that. So that's the most important thing right there.
0: And Kind of going along with that, with what scouts have told you or, and what you personally believe about your abilities, what can Jarius Lyles bring to an NBA team?
1: Uh, we're just, you know, at this level, I mean, of course I'm a scorer, but at this level, you know, I might be acting through different things. So, I mean, I'm just going to be someone who's willing to do whatever the coach, coaching staff uh, is asking of me. i um, a great teammate, a great character guy off the court and on the court. Um, and someone who's going to bring intensity every single practice. Like, I'm going to be in the gym all the time. I'm going to be a big gym rat, uh, getting in extra reps, uh, watching film with coaches and different players, just trying to just trying to develop and, and learn to, how to play the game of NBA basketball.
0: Does being from a place like, like UMBC, a, a mid-major school, uh, kind of put a chip on your shoulder to really show other people that, Guys from the from these conferences, like a Damian Lillard from Weber State, can really you know bring it at the next level.
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it, it pushed that much. It's, it's it's more of like an uphill battle for like people come from mid especially like UMBC because nobody's really heard of UMBC before this tournament. So it's like. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of doubt when you go into these workouts with a, with a lot of NBA scouts and people because I, of the school I changed from. I mean, just it puts that chip on your shoulder just to prove everybody wrong that you can play with anybody, um, knowing that you've done it before, but you got to continue to show that and you can continue to work toward that goal.
0: And lastly, uh was one of my, one of my favorite stories of the NCAA tournament. Uh, some of your teammates, I think it was Nolan Garrity specifically, compared beating Virginia to winning their first... A uh, game of Fortnite, uh, so I have to ask: A, is it actually comparable? Because I've never won a game of Fortnite. I'm I'm terrible. I've never gotten close. I'm really bad at first-person games. And B, who is the best Fortnite player on that team? Um, I start with the
1: the best Fortnite player on the team. I think it would have to be a Brandon Horvath. Uh, He's a he's a freshman. He's a freshman on our team. He's, an, he's um, actually going into a sophomore year, but he's probably the best player on the team. But I mean, I just really, I just recently started playing like a lot of Fortnite. Well, not too much, but like playing it more. Yeah. Right. When I got my first, I haven't I haven't got a a victory by myself. But like, you can play with your your friends. And when I got my first dub, it was very it was very exciting. You can you can hear the excitement throughout the house, like when people win. So I don't know, I wouldn't compare it to a beating Virginia but it's just <laughs> some people do take that game really serious. So, yeah. I, I'm not surprised.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, like I said, I, I've never gotten close. I've maybe have gotten like in the top thirty once. Uh, that's just. <laughs> I, I'm really bad. And I've even played like on on squads, and I just I'm an anchor. I bring everybody down. Uh, I, I I don't I don't contribute much. But thank it's you for to. it does. It certainly does. It, it's different, and my hand eye coordination is pretty weak as it is. <laughs> but uh, Jerry, thanks for coming on, man. I, I appreciate the phone call, and and good luck in your endeavors trying to get into the NBA in this this summer. And really appreciate it, man.
1: No problem, man. Thanks for
0: having me again. All right, that was Jarius Lyles former UMBC Point Guard and Giant Slayer. When we come back, I'll talk about who partied harder, the Golden State Warriors or
1: the Washington Capitals. This is Stuck in the Middle. I'm Elijah Campbell.